Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. I'm Alex. And today we're doing German shuffle number 16. I think it's 16. I think we'll be talking about German toilets are inside of the wall. No way. German animals make the wrong sounds. Coffee and cake sucks. No. We'll be discussing all of these and and more (laughs) Jeff. Stupid. We decided we wanted to do a teaser for the German Shuffle, so you do roughly what we're talking do, about. Do all of you yeah. feel teased? <laughs> Anybody who is new to the podcast, uh, once again, the German Shuffle is a variety show. Instead of focusing on one topic throughout the hour, we uh, throw in like 10, 15, 12, however many topics, talk for a few minutes about each one, toss it aside, and then go to the next track. That's why we, we call we, it the Shuffle. We do what we want here on the AGDW podcast. It's our podcast. You're not my dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Lingoda, which is a great online language school you can use to learn Spanish, English, French, and of course, German. They help you to learn a second language with real live experienced teachers with very small classroom sizes, which is nice. Three to five students. You'll have a real conversations and also grammar lessons. Lingoda is currently offering a seven-day free trial offer in which you can take one private lesson or maybe three group lessons. It's up to you. They offer classes 24-7, which means you can be flexible and choose what time works for you. So you can learn from the privacy of your own apartment, boat, golf cart, wine cellar, you know, your Jeep Wrangler, distillery, whatever, wherever you happen to be learning your, your German. Now, if you want to try the free trial today, go ahead and click the link in the episode description or use our discount code Americans in Germany. That's all caps. One word Americans in Germany. This discount code will get you 30% off of your first payment. Try Lingoda today. Nice. I also realized our code looks like American singer many. American singer, yes, right, yes, yeah. We're so sponsored by The Voice. That's cool. Anyways, hello, how are you guys? It is episode one hundred and thirty-eight. Welcome to NPR. Uh, no, anyways, uh, I'm glad you guys are are back. It's Whiskey Wednesday. Um, Weird vibes today. One of us is feeling better than the other at the moment. Alex is still sick. Believe it yeah, or not, I feel like I've had this cold for like three weeks now, and I'm kind of getting scared. <laughs> But I don't want to Google it because I know it's going to be like, you're, you're going to die. But like your symptoms aren't like hardcore. You don't have like fever. You're not like no. una- unable to stand. It, it's, it's annoying. It's like, I'm not sick enough to like stay home from work. But, but you feel like crap. Yeah. Which then, yeah. It's just this, Actually, that does, that does suck. It's the worst. I'd rather just yeah. be like full on sick for three days and go back to work, you know, later. <laughs> Fair. As opposed to in between purgatory bullshit. But enough about my, um, my nose. Let's, about your impending death. My impending death that's going to be coming, apparently. Uh, let's let's do some some news and stuff. we got some interesting news for everyone today. We do. So um, this, this could affect you. So and I'm talking could. to you. So yeah, you. Listen, listen up, you. Cindy in the car. People name Cindy anymore? Hey, if you're Cindy, let me know. There's a few. Yeah, they hang around. Okay. Uh, or like, I like Sydney, you know, from Scream. Sydney. Sydney's a cool name. But spe- spelled like Sydney, Australia with the S-Y- yeah, why not? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, like the, the, the one from Scream, right? Your name was Sydney. Yeah, yeah, but you could also do like S I D N Y, I've seen, you know, so. Do like a C? Yeah. Kidney? But yeah, Sydney. Yeah. Scream. Anyways, Sydney. Prescott? No. Sydney Prescott. Is that her name? Sounds about right. Okay. I don't know. Uh, there are two new systems that are being implemented by the EU, which will affect how tourists travel to countries within Europe, including Germany. Germany is in Europe. Yes. It's, it's part of it. The first is. The EES, or Entry Exit System. As of now, when you land in the EU, you hand over your passport to the border guard, and that person inspects it. 
Sure, yeah. When a new EES system comes out or into place at the end of the year, all people entering the EU, except residents like you and me, excellent, will have to scan their passports at automated machines and facial scans and fingerprint scans will also be taken and held for three years. Whoa, daddy. Yeah, pretty intense. They're going hardcore. Yeah. Big Brother's getting big. <laughs> and also they'll be implementing the, um, ooh, the E-T-I-A-S? The oh, yeah, the E-T-I-A-S. Yeah, of course. Couldn't they have made something that, yeah, sounds <laughs> beautiful. A little better, mm. uh, which stands for the European Travel Information and Authorization System, uh, which is basically Europe's answer to the United States ESTA system, which is easier to say ESTA. Yeah. Uh, so currently, Americans, Canadians, etc., whoever t- traveling to uh, Europe, you know, you just buy a plane ticket and you bring your passports. There's no visa required. It's just you just show up and boom, you're good to go. And that's kind of the privilege that some countries have, right? Right. Um, but once this new ETIAS system comes into place, tourists, including Americans, Canadians, etc., will need to register via an online form before they travel and pay a seven euro admin fee each. Uh, this will be required also of British people, because don't forget, you are no longer living in an EU country. So every time you <laughs> it's like visit... It's just such a burn. Yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> hey, you made your bed. Time, right. to, time to sleep in it. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, the USA has already made uh, Europeans do this same thing for years. Like when my girlfriend visits, she has to fill out the stupid yeah. online form, pay a... I think it's even more of a fee. Like it's like 30 or 50. No, it's not that much. It's is like, it, isn't nah, it a lot? Nah, it's more, it's more like, um, I, I think know. between 10 and 15 bucks or something. But it's like, but if they don't approve you, like you don't get that money back. But I mean, they approve basically everybody unless you're like a known terrorist, terrorist or something like that. But anyway, so uh, if you're wondering like why Europe's doing this, it's well, America's it's just a clap back yeah, at the U.S. Basically, America's been uh, screwing everyone else. So uh, it's just kind of turning in the favor. What's interesting, this was supposed to come into effect this year. But it's now been pushed to 2024. So right, yeah. I was because I, when I saw, it, I was like, I was like, oh, it's gonna affect everybody visiting me for um for my wedding, my parents uh, and my sister. But since it's coming in 2024, no big deal, no worries. Uh, another thing having to do with uh, transportation and Germany. Nice transition. Thank you. Is the Deutsche Bahn, uh, Germany's rail service provider, and the Railway and Transport Union are currently in heated negotiations relating to wages. Big surprise. It's, yeah. it's just in Germany. It's trust always. Me, somebody's striking every other day. So this has been warned, these these uh, negotiations. Because of this, it might lead to a Germany-wide railway strikes in the coming days or weeks. You are now warned. Uh, an unrelated strike occurred in Munich on Friday, March 3rd, which will mean the majority of the city, which meant the majority of the city's subway and rail system was out of order. Because you so, guys are listening to this after March 3rd. So, right. um, But yeah, hopefully the strike doesn't happen soon because this weekend visiting my uh, parents-in-law almost... Yeah, almost. <laughs> and um, 10 more days. That's it. And then they are my parents-in-law. Crazy. Uh, Whoa. But anyway, so uh, yeah, visiting just but just for like a really short, you know, just the weekend. And so if there's a rail strike, it's just that just there goes that trip. So yeah, pretty yeah. much. So please, guys, just have positive negotiations and just, you know, be nice to each other. Just be nice. Let's find a compromise. But also get, get your bag. Germany's Stark Beer Festival or Strong Beer Festival will begin in Munich on March 10th and run for three weeks. And I've actually been to one of those back in the day, ooh, 2012, I lived in Munich for a bit, uh, working on a movie down there. Um, it sounds so, like like a metal version of Oktoberfest. The Stock beer. It's, it's, it's Stock beer. It is not for the faint of heart. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I've, I went there and it was like every beer in the bar, it like started at like nine, nine, 10%. That was like the low end. Oh my gosh. It's a Stock beer. And then it went up to like 12, 15%. Um, and they had this one... 
ooh, I want to say it was a Sam a Sam Adams releases this thing. I forgot what it's called. It's called like has this weird name like Millennium or something. And it's like a twenty five percent or beer. It's like I mean, you can like drink it like in a shot form. I hate this stuff. Yeah. Um, Not a fan of st- of stock beer. But because it's like it's really two three beers and you're you're gonna have a problem. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta. But but I one I had the one I had the first one I had was good. It just led to <laughs> dark times afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Germany's last remaining COVID measures are being lifted, guys. Employees at doctor's offices, healthcare facilities, and nursing homes no longer are required to wear masks. Um, however, patients still are required to do so. So I, I think they should just keep that forever. If you're sick and going to a doctor's office, it'd be nice to wear a mask, right? Yeah, no, but the, it was said employees don't have. Right, right, but it says the patients still have to, which I think should stay that way. Because yeah. when, when I'm in a waiting room and I'm sick... Everyone's like around me is coughing and like, no, I, I, I agree. I think it should happen. I don't think it should be a law. Like should I tell people to live their life. Like right now they're, they're able to do it because of the pandemic, but I think it should just go away. Just have like, um, some, uh, masks at, at the front, at the front office. When you, when you say, Hey, I want to see a doctor. Oh, here's a mask. Sit down. But there's always gonna be somebody like, Oh, I can, you know, I've uh, go con- another doctor. I have a condition. I don't know. I, don't know. I like so. it. <laughs> no, no, um, I, I agree. Like, I think if everybody, if, if, if everyone who was sick, just wore a mask when they're out in public, like on the trains and stuff. Like, like they do in Asia, it, it's it, great. It would prevent a, the spread of the cold, whatever they have. Flu. A great deal. Yeah, exactly. Like so, but yeah, it is what it is. And uh, also, if you would like to donate to our podcast, you can do so anytime via our donation button, which appears at the bottom of all of our pages of our website. As we mentioned before, we are a nonprofit podcast. Your your donations really do help us pay for all yes. the expenses related to the podcast, including our podcast server distribution fees website hosting server fees website domain name fee to buy and maintain our equipment for the actual recordings such as cables adapters mixers microphones etc and of course the whisk we use for each episode uh they really do go a long way so we really appreciate it but again if you don't want to donate no one's forcing you we're not we're not we're not pulling your ear no, no, yanking no. your leg yanking the leg like your arm yanking your chain yeah, yeah i think it's the chain Yanking something. I don't know why everyone's wearing a chain, but like we're not. We're, 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 yeah, but we're yanking it. We're not. We're, 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 no, we're not yanking we're it. We're not yanking it. That's it. It's just hanging in the breeze. Your chain. Yes. No, nobody's touching your chain. No one's touching the chain. Um, how you been, man? <laughs> Didn't see this weekend. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, other than the fact that you're dying. <laughs> no, I'm. 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 I'm okay. I'm all right. Uh, yeah, I'm just not feeling that well. I uh, had a pretty chill weekend. But yeah, what you do? Uh, not much really. I went to our buddy's uh, restaurant. Ooh, yeah. With uh, with me, should I have some uh, some beers and drinks there, and had some drinks. Hey guys, the hit up the um, Mata Pizzeria. Yeah, M A T E R. It's in uh, Neukölln, and it's like without a bias, probably the best Neapolitan style pizza in Berlin. The pizza is excellent, and all the if, ingredients if you like are just... imported from Italy. The uh, pizza cook is like went to like pizza college. So I know existed, and he's from Naples, so it's like it's full on Italiano. Yeah, and their desserts, their um, what is it called? Cannolis. Their cannolis are freaking. Just as good as the pizza. Like, it's not like they have great pizza and then they kind of like gave up on the desserts. Like, the, the, the desserts were freaking... You could just go there just for the sub, Like, get a plate of cannolis. True. Like, hey, make me the cannoli pizza. And then just, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Just die. So, yeah, I, I just chilled them this weekend. And then, uh, yeah, I had a little band practice yesterday. Uh, went to like, try to go power through the pain of my head about to implode while playing <laughs> while playing the drums. music, yeah. So, you know. Um, yeah, but it was it was fun. It's always fun. Uh, yeah, how about yourself? You had, a, you had a pretty big weekend for for Jeff. No, not really. Well, for 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 Jeff um, interests, right? Didn't you do film, film Berlin Alley stuff? Mm. <laughs> such a weird, such a weird intro to that. I'm so sorry, Jeff. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, w- I wouldn't call it a big, big weekend. It was, a, it was actually a pretty slow weekend, but but yes, yeah. um, like um, the Berlinale, the Berlin Film Festival, which usually I go like full on in and buy like 10 different tickets and stuff. Um, this year couldn't, A, was busy, also didn't uh, quite have the money because um, it adds up. And so um, I had, uh, I was only able to, and also like they, for the first year ever, they made it so all tickets could be bought online, which sounded like a great idea except all sold out probably in the first five seconds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like there was, there was like a few movies that I really wanted to go and they go on to sale uh, at 10 AM. Right. Right. Whatever your, whatever the movie is t- three days before at 10 AM as we can buy. And I got on at nine fifty-eight. I, on the page, I sat, I waited. And when it turned to 10 AM, the, the card literally went from like, um, not available yet to sold out, just flipped over like at, at 10 a.m. So I don't even know how it's physically possible because to enter your credit card, if, but basically all, all the, the everything sold out, for, Great. at least for the movies I wanted e- within seconds. So yeah. So, um, but I was able to, because they had a nice um, retrospective for Steven Spielberg, who I love. And so I was able to get tickets to Indiana Jones and um, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first Indiana Jones, and for the E.T. Best one. E.T., the extraterrestrial, which is are both... Um, awesome. And both screenings were completely sold out, f- completely full, like so full house. Cool. And it was cool to see a lot of young people who hadn't seen the movies before yet. Um, the prints were great. Um, and yeah, they're just like great movie. Like people forget like both those movies nominated for best direct. Like these aren't like just like fun movies, like, like Indiana Jones nominated for best picture, best director, best sound. Like true. Like, yeah. These are like you know, there's a reason they're classics. Like the movie's they, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, the, the first one's great. Second one yeah. sucks. Third one's really great. Yeah, yeah. third one I love. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so I had a good time doing with that. Um, but yeah, Saturday was this kind of annoying day where we had like certain cleaning around the house that we'd been, you know, avoiding forever. And it's too early to spring clean, man. Yeah, but it was just like our couch was just getting like, you know, like you, you drop one piece of food and there's like a little stain there, and like ooh, and then like a month later, like ooh, here's another one, and then it got to the point where we're like, we're like, okay. So you had to like rip every cushion, everything off, like deep scrub oh, and yeah, okay. do a full wash and, you know, and like, it's just like, so like nothing really fun, but kind of like satisfying when it's done. Cause you're like, okay, now my couch is good for a year or whatever. Sure. <laughs> so I have to do this again. Um, and, uh, yeah, next week I get married. Crazy. T- t- legally, technically it's not, it's but not my wait. real German wedding. It's just the Denmark, get the paperwork out of the way wedding, but still I will technically be married. I think probably. by the time this episode comes out, you will be married. I should, yeah, I probably will be, yeah. Which Crazy. is insane. Like probably, probably will be, unless things go horribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> oh, God. She doesn't say yes. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what I'm not married to yet? Ooh. Is this Old Forester Kentucky Shape Bourbon Whiskey. Hello. The first bottled bourbon, it says on the top. Trademark. The first bottled bourbon. Right. So there, were, there was bourbon in like teacups and stuff, but this was the first one just put in a bottle. I guess so. I mean, it is a trademark, so it could just be a slogan and actually true, which I've learned yeah. in food, you can do that. Right. You can just but, say whatever you want. I would assume it means like it's been around for a while. It's like, it, it's, it's it, one of the OG bourbons, I would say. It does say at the bottom, continuously sold before, during, and after prohibition. Mm-hmm. So they were doing some illegal activity there. Oh my. Yes. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the like, IRS can get on them and like, oh, were you now selling during prohibition? You got some taxes to pay, <laughs> old forester. <laughs> How many bottles? Because that adds up to it. But I've heard of this bourbon before. I'm pretty sure it's a pretty famous bourbon, right? Yeah, it looks familiar. Yeah. And um, not that much, around 30, 35. Can't yeah. remember. Yeah. 86 proof. So that means 43% alcohol. It's about, that seems about normal for a whiskey. And it's a very dark color. Yes. Dark, dark boy. 
So uh, let me twist this cap open. Oh, no. Pretty loud for a cap, Fun. though. Yeah. As far as caps go, it's a good, good uh, sound bite. Good. Ooh, lovely pouring sound. That was a great nice pouring glug, sound. Nice glug, glug, glug. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I heard whiskeys are good for colds. I don't know. It could be a bunch of crap. I think it just makes you feel good because you're drunk. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fair. Cheers. Cheers. Smell it. It's got a good smell. Ooh, this smells good. Actually, actually, will you be able to taste this one at all? Yeah, I, I, I nasal sprayed before the episode, so my nose is excellent. Very clear. It's like air directed to my brain. That's nice. Ooh, daddy. Yeah. Did it taste like extra thick to you? I know that sounds weird. It also looks thick. Look at it in the glass. It's mm. like moving like water. It's not as, not as viscous, if you will. Yeah, if, it, that, if that's the right word. It t tastes very like syrupy, but like the, the texture, <laughs> but like not really. But you know, it's hard to, hard to describe. But yeah, there's a nice sweetness, a good burn. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's not a subtle taste, which I like. I like my whiskeys to like let me know like, hey, hello, I'm here. True. Yeah. yeah. So enjoying. There it is. Yeah. Old Forester. Let's move on to German Shuffle number 16, right? Could yeah. be. Yeah, let's, let's, call, call, it let's call it 16. Let's call it 16 today. Uh, number one is classic German dinners versus dinners in the USA. And this is one that we've been aware of forever, but didn't really pop into our head to mention to you guys until today, because as we were getting ready for the podcast, my girlfriend came home and started making herself a classic German dinner, and we were commenting how horrible it is. <laughs> and then yeah. we realized, oh, actually, have we, have we really talked about this on the podcast? And I don't think so. But so, so what, like, what is like, the classic kind of German dinner? Well, the thing is, for dinner, one of the words is Abendbrot, which means like night, like evening bread, which literally they eat like an evening bread. It, it's, it's like basically you take a bread roll, you, you know, cut it in half, you put like some cream cheese, maybe some meat, some cheeses, whatever you Pickles. want. To put, yeah, whatever you want. And then you have these two little pieces of bread with a little, basically it's like what I would eat for as like a, Snack a, or like a bre little breakfast brunch kind of thing to, yeah. get, to get going before I go out of the house. But and for, for me, it's not enough just because I grew up in the States. Dinner is the big hearty meal. Right. Whereas on the other coin of it, your girlfriend probably as well. My girlfriend, she's like, I grew up and dinner, dinner is a small meal. I'm, and she's not used to these big, what she calls big warm meals. You right. know, usually German lunch is the bigger warm meal. An American lunch is the cold sandwichy meal, and that is the opposite for dinner for 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 both sides respectively. Now, obviously, this, is, this isn't everybody. I think it's more of an older thing. Uh, like like my girlfriend, she has normal dinners, like well, normal for what I consider yeah. normal. Well, no, I, also like I'd say like half the week, like we we also cook normal because she's gotten just living with me. She's gotten used to like right. we we cook normal meals, but like like you know every maybe twice a week, she's like, hey, can we do a a German dinner, you know, basically yeah. meaning like Abendbrot to this like uh, yeah evening bread, um, which is fine. It's like they taste fine. Like it's kind of like you can make a nice bruschetta, you know. Like um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. The, pro the problem for me is that um, after work at like five, six, seven o'clock, I'm I'm famished. So I, I yeah, need yeah. like a big yeah. You don't want just like a snack. No, I need a meal yeah. for sure. So yeah, it is it is definitely a, a difference. Yeah, and again, American side, we haven't said it, but you know, you eat big. That's your big meal is dinner. It was just funny because we were eating our classic. <laughs> fried chicken platter and fried chicken sandwich and, yeah. and then behind me my girlfriend's making this small little piece of bread with like a little bit of avocado or whatever on it and we're all just talking shit about how horrible it True. looked um hey but, next week you can say my wife yeah crazy huh yeah <laughs> anyways uh next one no well, next one kind of attaches to it this goes, it goes with it right yeah, yeah and and this is 
also a big difference between kind of the German lunch and the American lunch, where whereas it's almost like in some German households, they don't have a lunch. Instead, they have what's called Kaffee and Kuchen. And I think this is more of a weekend thing for families because obviously like you're not having that at work. At work, yeah. But uh, a lot of it is. So like I get this a lot when I go to my partner's uh, family. And while breakfast and German breakfasts are great, they're big, they're hearty, there's a lot of different foods to eat, very fun breakfast. Right. A lot of different toppings to put on whatever, yeah. Right. And that'll be around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And then at around like 3, around 2 to 3 o'clock, that is like national cafe and kuchen time. So, so at this point, you've gone five, six hours with nothing, right? right? So, so I'm you're, hungry you're ready for like a meal, like right. a lunch, yeah. And so what they do, they'll have, now it's time to have like her mom makes amazing cakes. So she'll make like five different cakes and everyone has like a different piece of cake and drinks coffee. And I'm sitting there like, one, I'm not a big cake guy. I never was a big cake guy even as a kid. Right. Birthday parties, big, oh, I want cake. No, I'm like, no. Nah. Like, cake isn't... Um, Cake is like the the dessert after the thing. Like it's not the main course. It shouldn't be a main course in my mind. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And I don't think it's considered lunch. It's just like it's coffee. It's just coffee and cooling time. But but that's the only eating between breakfast and dinner, right? So right. technically, that's that's what all you get. Right? I mean, I, I guess so. Yeah. So other times, and like you get frustrated where you're like, wait, I need, I need a little bit more than like so a you, slice of cake. Usually, when they're eating it, I just have myself like um, I make myself like a sandwich and have something Did, salty. Now the first time. Now, I'm sure like the first time you went over, you just like, you probably didn't say anything, right? You just, no. dealt, you just dealt with it. But now I yeah, know them really yeah, well. Yeah, so. but, yeah but yeah, I want to know like at what point did you feel comfortable enough to broach that subject and be like, guys, I need, uh, I need more than this. <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question. I think, I think it's probably took like a year or something. And it was kind of like, uh, hey, Bobby, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be rude, but I'd really like to have like food. food. <laughs> and she's like, Alex, it's fine. Just get, just like, get, go to the fridge and get it. I was like, I don't want to go. My, can you get it for me? Yeah, Cause isn't that weird? They're all eating cake and you just come out with this like huge BLT. Sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's pretty much what we do now. I mean, they accept it. They know I'm, I'm the American guy and that's okay. why I like to eat. Uh, it's, it's no, it's no shade to anybody. But, but what, what did they think of it? Like the first time you did it, like you came out with like, a, were, they, were they like, Oh, sorry. Is that the cake? Not enough. Yeah, no, they, they, they're just like, Oh, uh, that's fine. Like they, it just wasn't a real big reaction at all. It was like, Oh, you want to have a sandwich? Have a sandwich. Uh, but yeah, obviously at the beginning I said, Kevin sucks. It doesn't suck. It's actually lovely. When my mom came here, uh, she like loved cafe and cool. And yeah, and, and yeah, now she brings that like in the States now. Yeah. So like text me like a Sunday, You're like Alex, it's three 30 time for some cake and coffee. <laughs> and of course, like when we say it, like it sucks, we're, it's, we're just, we're joking, but we're, we're just saying like, we prefer a real lunch. Now I could do it if I had to say I had a lunch at noon, then I could do like a little tiny slice of cafe, uh, like of, think, of, of, of cake and, co- and coffee. Yeah, I hate coffee, but you know, cake and tea at three hours sure. later. You know what I mean? And I've done that. You know, I also had lunch and then, you know, a few hours later, a little snack with a little cake and coffee and that I can do. Yeah. yeah. But, but that, if, that's but fine. If, but if the, if the cake and coffee is, if that's it for eight hours, right? Like I'm, my stomach's going to be rumbling. I'm going to feel so. Then Alex has got time. a little, a little problem there, yeah. you know? So <laughs> Kevin Coogan as a tradition, I think is super cool. And especially because every German knows about it and like it's, it's it's a very deep cultural thing here uh it's just for me replacing it with lunch is, is a no-go yeah as a, as a tradition great as a meal no not quite and I, I just like i don't know for me cake i don't know cake is not my thing and just like eating a bunch of sugar is well, just that makes lot. it worse like i i love cake yeah but even for somebody i love cake it's like i don't i'd be like okay this is the dessert to what you know what i mean like, right and, and also uh to all you americans listening keep in mind that german Cake is not what you think of when you think of an American cake. A German cake is more of like a like a crumble or a um, maybe like a cheesecake on a weird occasion. But it's not like a fluffy 
birthday cake, for example, that's called a torta in German. It has a different. But the thing is, in in America, a torta is more the German cake. Right, exactly. Like it's they're, they're kind of reversed. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. a tart or yeah. a tort. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Something too. with like, yeah, fruits mixed in with, you know, blah, blah, you know. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's, like, just, yeah, it's like, like a big birthday like, cake. Like, like, a, like a rhubarb, <laughs> not a pie, but like a cake thing. I don't know, yeah. man. I don't eat cake. I don't know. You guys know what we're talking you, about. You know what we're talking about. Anyways, let's uh, fly on over to the next one, Jeff. Oh, my. Cooking with gas. Cooking right. with gas. Loving it. Next one is, um, you guys, now we've talked about these, like how great it is to fly in Europe because we have these budget l- airlines, these budget airlines that just don't exist in the U.S. in terms of how uh, much you save, you know, and I've heard that in the U.S. they now have Spirit Airlines, which I've heard only terrible things about, but I think it does exist now. Yeah, domestic e- even there, I think it still doesn't quite, well, I'll let you guys see where I'm going with this. So like okay. up until recently in the pandemic budget airlines like Ryanair EasyJet in Europe I mean like your flying place if you if, if you don't buy the day before or whatever you, your flying place is 50 euro round trip like I oh, yeah. I've gotten tickets to Austria 25 euro round trip back 10 years ago when I first moved to Europe Ryanair once a month would have free tickets. I'm not joking. All I have to pay is the one euro. They did. Tax You're fee. right. They, I totally forgot there about that. There was a that. one euro thing, and you could book. And I and I did. I booked flights to and there, to there, Oslo there were like what? random flights, right? It was like here's yeah, the yeah. flight for this month. Yeah, you, yeah. You didn't really get to choose. Was, if, like, if you want to go to uh, Helsinki, here here you go. Yeah, yeah, but but one euro base, and I'm not joking. That was like it was one euro with a tax. It was it. I don't and, know what they had to gain from that because you're not gonna you're not gonna fly Ryanair. And then at the end, be like, wow, that service and flight was incredible. I'm going to book them again. I mean, it just could be that. I mean, word spread because I literally told everybody I knew, like, guys, I got a ticket to Norway for basically free. And suddenly everybody's on their website and they're probably like waiting because they don't announce which day is going to be that crazy day. Right. So everyone's going to the website every day. Check Maybe they see a flight for 20 for, euro. For 20 euro like, yeah. Buy that. Yeah. That you makes know. sense, actually. So You're anyways, right. but, you know, but those one euro flights, they've been gone for a while. But like, but yeah, you know, in general, you got like 50 euro. Like if, you know, randomly you'd get like 100 euro here or there, but they're generally very cheap flights. Yeah. You know, but no frills, but it doesn't matter because you're flying two hours or less. You know, There's not even a single frill. Exactly. Frill, frillless. Frillless. But I want to say, guys, EasyJet and Ryanair are not cheap discount airlines anymore. I've noticed since the pandemic hit in the past year, what what's the biggest trend I've been noticing is that you'll go online, like when I booked flights to go to Denmark recently, and there's sixty, and and we looked a couple of months ahead, and it was sixty euro round trip. We're like, nice, perfect, right? But all these airlines now, when you search, are showing you everything without a carry-on or check-in for not forget not even not check-in without without the zero baggage right no carry-on yeah no not even carry-on 60 euro but then you add the carry-on which is 35 euro each each direction whatever and like so so basically like they're very much it's kind of this bait and switch where like it used to be like the 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 searches would show you the price and it would always include at least a bag you know what i mean like the, the generic stuff but now it's including nothing and then when adding everything you're you're coming up to like a hundred euro for these. So the, so these, these kind of cheap easy jet flights just don't really exist anymore. I, yeah. I, I've been seeing, I, I hope it, they kind of it settles back down and comes back to down to pre pandemic levels. Yeah. Soon, they might but, be trying to recoup yeah. the money they lost from the, you know, year and a half. They couldn't fly during a pandemic or at least very limited flights. Yeah. Hopefully, but at the same time, but knowing, um, you know, companies and capitalism, they'll probably just use, well, once they say you'll pay a price, they're like, going to keep it that way. Why exactly. Drop this? Let's just keep it this way. Exactly. Yeah. They won't go back down unless there's more competition and a new airline comes up. But um, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Yeah. Now, now, of course, these airlines are still cheaper than your classic Lufthansa's, et cetera. But, you know, just not as cheap as they used to be. Now, I yeah. have a question, Alex. Yeah. 
have you used teleclinic A and B? Can you explain what it is to the listeners uh, at home? Yes, I have. And I might need to use it tomorrow. It's going to sick note off of work. Um, so teleclinic is actually a really cool thing. I think it was brought up during, came about like during the pandemic. Yeah. Early, early days pandemic. I think 2020. Yeah. yeah. And so what it is, it's an app you can download on your phone. So if, if you live in Germany, especially in a big city, you know, when you're sick, you go to a doctor down the street. There's, there's a house that's throw like a um, general practitioner. A yeah, house doctor. Yeah. yeah. In every corner of the city. Yeah. So you go there and usually you, you go in the waiting room and you're waiting there for, it could be an hour, maybe two hours. But sometimes getting an appointment, maybe it's, you got to wait a week or two weeks right. or yeah. But if, if you need a sick note off of work, you have to go that same day, but like you're sick and you don't want to get up off the couch or your bed. So Teleclinic is an app you can download where you kind of put what you need, who you need to see. And then it'll connect you like via Zoom kind of type thing yeah. with a doctor through their app. And you would tell them your symptoms and they say, okay, sounds like you have this. If you still have this symptoms, like call back in three days or go see a real doctor in person in four or five days, whatever it might be. And, uh, and then they send you the, your, your sick note. They send you your work immediately through the app or through email. And it's super easy and it's super nice because I, I hate when I'm sick and I have to get up and walk and then sit in a room full of sick people not wearing masks uh, well, I guess now they are, uh, sitting room full of sick people to wait two hours to see the doctor, to go home. And then like half my resting day time was taken up by just going to the doctor. Plus, you're, you're feeling whatever your ailment is, you're not feeling good. Right. Right. And so being out in public and sitting down, you're feeling uncomfortable. You're like, I just want to be on my sweatpants on my couch. And, like, especially I, when I first moved here and I didn't speak any German, I was taking like a train to go to an English speaking doctor. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And of course I'm on a train. I'm infecting other, you know, it's just like, it's just not nice. Teleclinic, I think you might get some English speakers. I'm not positive to be... To be yeah, yeah, you do. You yeah. do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I still, no matter how good my German gets, I will still only do English with doctors because I just don't... It's just one... Th That's fair. ...moment where I do not want any miscommunication in either direction. Yeah, that makes because sense. Because I've had a few times where I've had um, German-speaking doctors where there was miscommunication and it caused issues. So, like, I just... That don't fuck screw around with that anymore. Yeah, so. that that totally makes sense. Uh, but yeah, and, I, I, and it's all covered by your public health insurance too, so it's great if you have it. Yeah, I which so I pay for it. Most people do. I have to pay for all of it. But yeah, I tried it for the first time a few weeks ago um, because it was it was something to do with my eye and eye doctors in Berlin. It's like okay, we'll see you in a month or whatever. But it's like okay, but I need to deal with this now. You know what I mean? And my sure. girlfriend mentioned teleclinic, and so I I signed up. It's really painless, really quick. You know, ten. I feel like this is an ad for Teleclinic, but it took me like a minute. It's great. Actually. Sign up now. No, um, it's yeah. Sign up. Sign up in a minute, and and it lets you choose like, oh, do you have public or private? And I did private, and I chose private, and then it, but then it didn't ask for any payment details, and so I was like, why are they gonna charge me? This is weird. And then I um, said what I needed, and it made the appointment. Or you want an appointment at noon? Great. And then um, noon came. Yeah. And then the the phone call started, and it was funny because like in the description before the thing starts, you write, okay, what's your problem? And I already knew the problem was because the problem I've had with my eye before. So I was right. like, I was like, I literally just need this cream. And so we started and as in the middle of me saying like, hello, how are you? Like, he just cut me off and was like, so you need blank with blank? Like, yeah. Okay, great. Done. And then like, oh, wow. and, and, and then suddenly like in the app, you just have the prescription and you click on the prescription and then it just asks you, well, where do you want the prescription get to get sent to? And you choose the apotheca, they call it in German, um, pharmacy. Oh, yep. You click the one on the map near you and it digitally just sends it over to them and then you just go and they'd let you know when it's ready and you pick them, pick and it up. Like it's I, super painless. I think the thing about it too is 
in Germany, we, we've talked about this many times, the bureaucracy is so slow and so old school using fax machines and paper. Yeah, yeah. And to see something like this work so well in old school Germany like this, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's weird. And it's so, because like, again, I did my appointment and then the appointment ended and I was like, okay, I have not paid for this. Yeah. And I was, you know, and they have none of my payment details. And I was like, I was asking my girlfriend, I was like, how do I pay for this? I didn't even, for like a week, I yeah, tried, true. I, for a week, I tried to, because you guys all just put in your public health, but I, for a week, I was just, I was like, okay, they sent me the the bill just saying how much it was, but yeah. no bank account to send money to, no, how do you send the money to, and I'm like, I'm like, what, can I, do I just walk away? I don't, do I not have to pay for this, or how does this work? And like, and it, it took me a while to find out actually how to pay for it, but it was like totally on the honor system, it's like, yeah, just pay us whenever, kind of, a, I was like, huh? Okay, Um, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, the annoying thing is, yeah, it's a flat rate of 37 euro, no matter what you do. Uh, so I if you're private, if you're private, so yeah. it could be more, but like the flat rates there's, so it's not like, so if you're private, it's not something you can do all the time. Cause it, that it's way cheaper just to go to like a real, uh, a physical doctor. Yeah, no, for sure. And if you're, like I said, if you're a public insurance, which most people are, if you have like a 40 hour contract job or if any contract job you're, you have public health insurance, no, only 40 hours. If it's 42 hours, you get no health insurance. It's you know, it's gone. Um, Actually, can you even work legally 42 hours? I have a contract for that. Yeah, for sure. Why not? I think it's by German law, see 40 hours a week. No, you can work longer than that. I don't know about that. I don't think so. I mean, your girlfriend works way more than 40 hours. Yeah, but her contract doesn't say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying that, but she has a, which like, like her last job, like she had a German contract to work there. But she, right, but, but it was still a 40 hour contract. Yeah, oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay, it, it can lie and say 40, but they can require you to work more. No, not by law. But if she didn't work it, she would have been fired. So it was required of her to work. Well, hours. it's a startup. Startups are different. I'm talking about in, in normal companies, you cannot get yeah. a 41 hour contract for it. That's what I mean. Like a yeah, contract has to be 40 I'm, hours. I'm saying in all these companies, it's probably the exact same situation. Like if you only worked 40 hours, you'd get fired basically. Like you'd like the employees, like especially in, in her position would work a lot more. Right. It's just on paper. It says 40, but it's not 40. But I, I don't want to do any miss uh, totally different topic now. We're moving to different stuff, but I don't want to do any misrepresentation of German work-life balance because in most, like you've worked for like Volkswagen or Siemens, all these big companies and stable companies, uh, if you work your eight hours a day, you leave at five o'clock. But that's also not leave. true because I know people who worked at Volkswagen and stuff like that, and they were also required to do 10, 12 hours a day. Like, so like, I think it's on paper, it's like, seems like this wonderland, but I think it is in a lot of cases, these big companies, it's a lot like the U S where like on paper, quote, quote, you're supposed to work eight hours, but, sure. but it's expected of you to work a lot more. And if you didn't, then you would, would not last that long, but they can't fire you after two years anyways. So if you say I'm not working 50 hours, they can't fire you. Maybe, but they can like push you in a, they can make your life a hell till you quit. That's true. Yeah. yeah like anyways, yeah. moving on next one. Oh yeah. Speaking of the Berlinale uh, and movies. Um, and this is something that is interesting. Like in the, in the States, if you go to a movie, you know, Oh, had a good time, blah, blah, blah. Movie ends directed by turn to your friend. You're like, ah, that was great. And you get up and you walk away. Like at least like once the second the credits start rolling, you start putting on your jacket, you're gone in Germany. And this isn't just a few people. I would say it's like 90% of the German crowds. You will go to a, in a Kino in German, go to a cinema to see, Nobody moves a muscle when the movie ends. They only wait till the complete credits finishes and the lights come up. Then they get up. Yeah, which is a funny thing. I, I don't know how that started. If like, I, I mean, I love deep down. It's out of respect of the crew, and it's probably not about that. But I don't know if they were, they were taught this. What when I've talked don't... to Germans, a lot of them say we like the people I've talked to. They've told me that they sit till the end of the credits because it's a respectful thing to do because all these people worked on that movie. 
But they're not actually, they're talking to their friend. They're not actually like looking at the names. So how respectful are they? I mean, I don't know, but still better than I guess. It's more respectful than getting up. But is it though? If you're, if you're like not, either way, you're not viewing the names right. So one's like a pretend respectful. I mean, if you're, you're, well, right now you're assuming everyone is talking. Like I've been in movies where people are literally just sitting there and staring at the screen until the end. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's a very interesting thing. I, I remember the very first movie I saw in Germany ages, ages ago and it ended and I almost felt like pressure to stay. You know what I mean? Cause like nobody was moving. Cause usually everybody's getting up or whatever, but then I had to get up and then ask like literally everybody in my row, like, excuse me, excuse me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, and then, so I, I've, I've kind of, I, I still, I'd say half the time I still, if I, if I want to leave and I got to pee, I just get up. But like half the time I've found myself sitting a little bit longer than I, I don't necessarily stay till the very end, but I sit definitely sit longer than I normally would just because it's just like, I don't know, like, you know, it's like the, you know, when you see a group of people doing things, you just. And yeah, doing it it's, like it's, what it's about good. you like are, are you just getting up right i usually stay to the end now because that's what the people do here and i don't know it's the culture that i'm in so i just stay to the end and i try to like just find funny names while it's going through uh that, that is one thing i've noticed that if you want good names for the characters in the movie that you're writing just watch the list of people who've made True. movies like you find such amazing names especially these international productions it's a mix of like Polish names, French names, American names, or like this is yeah, like just try to find like a name of your friend. I don't know. I, it's I just sit and watch the end, and sometimes you see, you see some interesting stuff, you know. Like you don't. That's when I started learning like how much. I mean, you know this obviously, but I learned like how much goes into a movie of like and thousands of people, like camera yeah. operator and an assistant one, two, three, four, five, boom operator, boom operator assistant, like all, all these these weird super duper niche jobs I've never even heard of. So I kind of like I don't disenjoy it anymore. Disenjoy it. I enjoy it now. I, I think it's okay. Yeah, and I liked that they started a few years ago um, at the end of credits putting a posting saying like the production of this film gave jobs to like 14,000 different people or whatever. Yeah. And, and you never really think and you're like, wow, you know, especially if, if you, you know, if you go out and you watch one of these big budget Marvel, whatever, and when it comes to um, the VFX section oh my God. and, and you, the animators and the people do the textures and stuff, like you will literally see a list of just hundreds of people, you know what I mean? You forget that there's people slaving over this stuff for months and months to give you the graphics that you take for granted. Do, do you know those what I mean? movies like, even like need cameras? You just see everything. <laughs> <laughs> so Germans do that. So if you're watching a movie in Germany, maybe you want to see it at the just, end. Or just, or just don't, don't think it's weird when everyone else sits. Like, go, you feel free, if you got to, again, when I have to pee, I'm getting up. I'm yeah, not, that's fair. Out of respect, I'm not blowing my bladder. But I, I get pee. Yeah. I have to go pee in the middle of movie sometimes too. So I'll get up for that as well, you know? So no difference. But, uh, I'm not gonna uh, go. I'm not. I'm not gonna, in the middle of the movie is just that's not fun. I, it's the worst. But sometimes you sometimes gotta you do what you gotta do. Like like the it's like the big reveal or something. Well, I, I hate when I have to go pee in the middle of the movie and I ask like a friend. I'm like, okay, what did I miss? And I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm like, I, I, <laughs> something. Come on. I had to miss something. Yeah, but I think it's more out of because like it's like sorry, I don't want to like sit here and explain this to you when everyone else is trying to you know like hey, it's not my fault you have the bladder of a like, child. Like Cheryl was the killer. Like oh, it was Cheryl. Okay, well now I know. It was like, oh, no, nothing happened in those 10 minutes you were gone. <laughs> yeah, I once... But again, um, it's my fault, so... I once had, like, a bad stomach, and uh, I think I was watching American Sniper. That's the uh, Clint Eastwood movie, right? And I had a bad stomach, and I was like, ah, I can't hold it any longer. And then so I went to the bathroom, and it was unfortunately gone for, like, 15 minutes, you know? <laughs> so classic. Like, it, it, it was like it was in a movie, a scene of a movie. Like, I walk, and I'm doing my shuffle through the dark, and literally as I sit my ass on the seat... 
the screen fades out and it says directed by oh no Clint Eastwood <laughs> like I was like oh I'm just in time for the credits and like lost the whole now, now did you did you sit there for the credits till the end I did Cause, well, cause I, well I literally because I literally just walked all the way there so I just <laughs> jump right back up it was like I had to like <laughs> take a rest <laughs> that's awesome um, anyways Alex hates Erzatzverkehr which means replacement service kind of like like if, uh, if a train is down you got to replace it with a bus or something so Alex is gonna talk about that I mean I don't think I don't think anyone. Doesn't hate it. I love it. You love you love Azotspec, yeah. Love talking to those replacement drivers. I got some interesting stories. So yeah, so like <laughs> the public the public transit network here in Berlin is of course incredible, like second to none. It's so good. It's huge. But because it's so big, you know, there's construction a lot or there's And lately too much. And th- this is why I'm bringing this up. Recently, like throughout February, a bit of January, uh, there's just been Azotspec just freaking everywhere. And in all of like the major tourist spots too so like the one i go to work goes past potsdamer platz brandenburg gate like it mm. goes to like all like those main areas and i was closed for over a month i think it was like a month and a half it was closed for wow so luckily for me i can i can take a different way to work but uh if you can't you're kind of to have to take you have to take a bus and these buses are usually big buses and they come every five minutes like the train does but obviously a bus is not fitting as much as an s-bahn can fit yeah these trains i think easily fit five six times the amount of people that can fit on a bus so right. so i mean like so the bus is always packed yeah yes yeah, say there's a train ride that normally takes you 20 minutes well now it's like you go 10 minutes they have to get off walk down f- first finding where this bus finding bus, it which that can take time right you know? yeah absolutely so you got to find where these outfits is and you wait for the bus but it's usually at a bus stop with other buses too so you're like, oh, that's not my bus. Oh, that's not my bus. And these are temporary buses, so there's not like usually that clear of signage. So you're kind of exactly. like, so you're always asking, like seeing where everyone else is walking. Like, where's where's the replacement bus service? Ah. And then and then you got to take the bus. It, I mean, which is fine. Buses are fine. Um, it's just so annoying. And it really messes with the, with your routine because obviously a train is on a track, comes every five minutes. You know how long it takes you to go to work. You get on a bus. It might not come every five minutes. There might be traffic. Yeah, the thing is, trains have no traffic. No. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a rush hour, a train. There's nothing blocking its path. Like especially a subway train or whatever. There's nothing blocking its path. But a bus, yeah, you're sitting there in traffic with everybody. Else. Everything's blocking your path. Yeah, especially if it's say you got just got off work and now you have to sit, take Erzatzverkehr uh, replacement service. You're like, oh, I'm gonna be sitting in that rush hour with everybody else. Exactly. And then also with that is there's also like these Pendelverkehr. So when there's like a police thing happening and the train can't go that direction, uh, you might be waiting at your stop for like indefinitely. This happened to God. me a few weeks ago. I was going from uh, Vashawstrasse home, and that's very easy. It's five stops to get home. Five stops, one transfer. And so I go from Vashaw to Oskreutz, get to Oskreutz, and that's a station. And I'm waiting for my train, and I look on Google Maps. It's like, oh, it should be here in 10 minutes. I'm like, all right, good. Yeah. And then I look at the screen, and it's like, we don't know. It, it might come at some point. <laughs> and I was waiting for like 10 minutes, then like five minutes, and then I realized I had to like, and from where I was, get home, there's only one train to take. There's no other way. No bus, no other train, no subway. No, but you could have taken like a bus to somewhere, then switched to a different bus. And like, there, there are ways to get there. Right. So what I had to do was I had to like go back like through Alexanderplatz, which takes, it pretty much took me an hour, over an hour to get home for Sucks. a semester that should have taken me at most 20 minutes. Sucks. And so that could happen too. Public transit is great. I will never say anything bad about it. I will. I just want you to be, yeah, I just be aware that the one... Bad thing, which is to say bad about it, is is that's why what happen fairly often, and uh, especially this past month has been just wild. It's fine once in a while, but like that yeah, we've noticed the past, I would say, couple months, whereas like there's certain lines that was always screwed up, always 
like not working, always replacement service, always. And it's just, and, it, and like, it's the point where you're just like, you're like, where somebody's like, oh, sorry, the the ring bond screwed up. You're like, oh, big surprise. Like, you know, yeah, you, all, all the time. The ring bond doesn't go on your schedule. You have to go on whatever <laughs> the ring bond decides that day. Uh, some days will be, you know, five minutes, five minutes, five minutes, punctual. And you're like, this is beautiful. Yeah. Some days, you know, they'll say five, it'll wind up being 15. You don't know, but you know, that's part of the charm of the city. It's <laughs> <laughs> the waiting in the freezing February cold. That's, that's it, it is the worst. In the summer, charming. it's like, all right, I'll just go for a walk then. In the winter, you're just sitting there freezing and just hoping that. Yeah. And, and where like, a, you know, a minute feels like three minutes and 10 minutes feels like an hour, you know, when you're just like, when it's like zero degrees and you're just like. And like, it's like too cold yep. to hold my book. It's too cold to look at my phone. So my phone, I'm standing there and look at the, the screen again. It's like one minute's passed and it felt like, yeah, 10. It's just, it it's, sucks. It's rough. It is. It is what it is. And next, now you're probably thinking, okay, you guys have said everything there is to say about German toilets. False. False. Black bear. No, so there's a lot. This is, this is toilets. German toilets are never ending. They're just like, we could do a whole podcast just about the toilets. I mean, this, this is classic. I'm, I'm not fully joking when I say that. No, you're right. This is classic uh, AGDW shuffle episode because our first few shuffles, shuffles. Yeah. First few shuffles, we uh, <laughs> we talked about different toilet things. And we have a new one. We have a new toilet thing that we, that we don't, which came up from, from me because I'm having some toilet problems at the moment. Right. Yeah. As we have, you know. My toilet's going when it flushes. It's making a sound of like a uh, small turbojet engine, basically. Right. And, and it's doing it after I flush. It just doesn't stop until I stick my hand in there and wiggle around. Not in the toilet, in the back of the toilet, which in Germany is in the wall. Yeah. So, like in America, most toilets are stand, you buy as standalone units, meaning you've got the bowl where you deliver your goods. Yes. You know? We um, make a deposit. And then you have the top shelf part that has the flusher. And usually there is a um, porcelain cap that you lift off and you have the actual water tank. Right. Um, with, with all the pieces in there. So if something breaks, you lift off the top, you look down inside. There's three things you can jiggle. You can clearly see uh, this chain is loose. This is whatever. It's easy to fix. But in Germany, they use the floating toilets. Yeah, yeah, like it's just the all you see is just the bowl, and it's mounted coming off the wall. It's, it's not, not touching the floor. Not touching the floor. It's really cool. Like they look beautiful. And then, now this isn't all toilets, of course. Like if you go to so a lot of bars, I go to are the kind of standard, more standard ones. Um, right. But like usually, I would say like seventy-five percent of toilets in Germany, yeah, they're they're just just the bowl and the tank and all the innards that make the tank the toilet work are in the wall. You can't see them, which aesthetically looks amazing. Sure, much yeah. better. But, but for service, when I'm trying to figure out what's wrong on my toilet, uh, you, you have to take the, so like the flusher is also on the wall. It's just usually two buttons, one for like a plastic kind of uh, square, sconce, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Right. And one's a small button for pee and one's a big one for, for duties. And you know, you pop that off, you can see inside the tank. So I was trying to see what was wrong, but, but the window they gave you, it's like, it's, it's not like a huge window. It's like right. a small, so I honestly don't you know, say 15 centimeters or 15, 20 centimeters, but it's like probably. small. Yeah. So I don't even know how when I when, when the plumber comes how they're even, how like, how do they get in there? He's probably he's gonna come with a small child who he's gonna <laughs> instruct. <laughs> okay, now Jimmy, go ahead and pull like tighten the yeah, L, L nut. It's it's super wild, and usually German toilets are pretty reliable. This is the first time I've ever had a problem. Um, yeah, I can't say I've ever had one that broke. Like like, and also the, I found that they don't um, clog as much as I'm, I've never seen or heard of a German toilet clogging. I don't get it, which is why. When you go to German households, you don't like in, in America, the standard thing next to a toilet is a plunger. Right. Here, it's the brush. toilet brush. Yeah. Because it's less water, so you get a little more of the uh, skid marks. 
on the toilets. True, because of the shelf, which if you want to hear about the shelf, we got a whole episode about the shelf. So just go, go find just, that one. Well, the shelf and also just like way, there's very little water in a German toilet as opposed to American toilet, which is like a fishbowl. Right. But yeah, so like I get aesthetically, but yeah, you're, you're in, the, in the, just in the US, it's just so serviceable. It's just easy. Right. But yeah, here you've taken all the innards, put them in a wall, made them very hard to act to access. And as I was telling you earlier, I was like, well, if, what if you have a major problem? You basically have to rip open the wall, exactly. which in Germany is made of stone um, and replace all this stuff. Whereas in the States, it's like lift the top off. You look inside. OK, well, I'll replace this. That's what I'm piece. wondering. Like if if my toilet's really messed up and there's, there's tile behind it, is the plumber also trained in like breaking and fixing tile? I doubt it. Like, like he, he might fix it, and then they, they have to call someone else. He might know. He might have like a, a Tyler he has connection with, and he brings that guy in to fix the crazy. Yeah. So I don't. I'm gonna find out when we finally get a. Well, hopefully it's plumber. a quick little. I I know fix. what's wrong with it because I googled it a million times. Oh, you just can't freaking get your hand in there because it's so. I, and I don't. And I and I don't know um, what piece I need to buy specifically or how to actually do it because every time I look it up, it's showing like the American toilet. Oh, right. And not like, oh, yeah, just stick your hand in there and figure it out by the by touching it by feel. <laughs> I even like took a video with like the flashlight on so I could look around to see what was going on in there. <laughs> it's it's a mess. But um, yeah, there you go. Toilets. We'll post that video on Instagram. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> and, no, we're not. And the last one is animal sounds in Germany. Well, Jeff wrote are wrong, but I'm going to say are different. <laughs> I think they're just wrong. Now, you probably would. This is something I, I think I found from my girlfriend because uh yeah i've been to germany a while we're not saying that the animals have different accents no well of course they have a german accent i mean you know, yeah yeah um, the french cow goes me me <laughs> <laughs> no um as an adult you're not really hearing a lot of animal sounds so it wasn't really a thing a thing i became aware of to start dating my my current kindergarten teacher fiance fiance where randomly once i remember early dating she made an animal sound and I just remember I tur- it, like it stopped me in my tracks and I turned and I was like, I was like, wait, the the dog does what or like whatever animal it was I was like, what's that say that again? And I was yeah. like, no, that's that the do- that animal does not make that sound. And then like I went, we went through all the kind of barnyard animal sounds, you know, and like and they were all completely different than the sounds that I know that that animal makes. And the exactly, and I, it it it, it just blows me away. Like that, yeah, it's so weird. I mean, imagine my surprise, uh, my first year teaching here. Uh, you know, I was doing a little old McDonald had a farm sing with my German colleagues. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? When we go, old McDonald had a farm, we're talking about the rooster, and I'm saying cockle doodle do. Cockle doodle do. Which yeah. it does. But in Germany, it goes kickity key. Kickity key. Kickity key. Which is wrong. Sorry. And a frog in English, Jeff, in American. Ribbit. 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 In German, it's quack, quack. Quack, quack. Which I guess kind of does sound more like a frog, to be honest. And the horse, which like there's the horses many. There's like the nur or whatever. Like nur. I say nay. Yeah, yeah, nay or nur. Like if you want to go more realistic, yeah, 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 nay or whatever. Like and here the horse goes. No, I, th- I, th- I think it's more of like a. <laughs> I think it's like a. <laughs> no, we asked my girlfriend before. She said this. It's like, no, it's, it's, she, that's not how she did it, though. It was more like, she sounded more like a horse. No, but, it, it, but it's wrong. But it was like, wasn't it? No, no, no. That was like a pigeon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah but, no, but I, I wrote it down. It's, 
like it is no horse has made this sound whatever she said no horse has ever made this sound and she grew up on a farm with with horses yeah <laughs> like she oh, there's, <laughs> there it is yeah but she more no but you're you're, you're bringing it more towards the realistic she just said <laughs> and then and then a dog a dog goes vow 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 sorry and yeah in english it's bark or a ruff 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 i have heard i heard bow wow in english bow wow well i've heard little bow wow but you know because it's dog bow wow i've read, like, I read that in books bow wow yeah but not but this isn't but in german it's not bow wow it's vow vow like kind of so it's well, bow wow is just as ridiculous as vow vow yeah. i mean vow but, 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 but our, oh, wow, but, but our, so german. our standards are bark and rough bark yeah, bark, 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 bark and rough. Yeah, so vow, vow, I don't know. So anyway, so yeah, it just... There, there's a few. There, there's... <laughs> but yeah, these animals, in the, these animals in these countries are exactly the same, making the same sounds, but it's funny how like they've deciphered them so differently. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because it doesn't, it doesn't have to really do with language because these are just like mouth sounds, right? They're not, like, it doesn't have to do with words. So like, it, it's... it's I know I'm making fun of them a lot um, because they could easily say that we're the we're the wrong ones and the right ones, which could also be correct. But which like, would make them wrong, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, I just find it super interesting. I would say it is interesting. Yeah, yeah. So th- there's a little there's a little nugget you can put in your pocket to uh, say that you're a little cultured in German stuff. Yeah, put it in that pocket. Put it in there. But you know, take it out before you wash your pants. Yeah, because or else. Especially if, that, if it's that little pocket, you know, that like tiny one. Don't ever get stuff out of there. Once you yeah. wash that, it just becomes cement and it's just part of the pants. <laughs> then your pants are gonna just have. Ooh. <laughs> 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 okay, I know it sounds like we've drank in too much whiskey, but um, we have I not. I, I think I'm just delirious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I mean, Alex mm. thinks he's in a fever dream right now, so uh, that's enough. Just give you a little bit of a sippity sip. Um, let's, uh, oh, by the way, oh, guys, let me talk about, what we're oh, oh yeah. In case you guys didn't notice the German shuffle's over. We've now moved on to the, oh yeah, to the review. We're done. <laughs> we're doing whiskey now. Also, I forgot to do like the whole subscribe thing. Anyways. That's fine. Uh, hey, hey, everybody subscribe. You know, done. So, I don't know what you subscribe to. We have nothing to subscribe to. Don't tell them that. All right. Subscribe <laughs> to all of our things. That's possible. We are drinking the first bottled <laughs> bourbon. Wait, wait, you never say. No, I know. Wait, yeah, you you've written subscribe there, but I I uh, never I've never said we're that. We're not a YouTube channel. I know, but <laughs> no. I don't know when you wrote that. Anyways, we do have a web- oh, but you never say that though. Be- before we get to the whiskey, Wait, we, so we we have a website in our stuff. outline for 138 episodes. It says the word subscribe, which is wrong. I just skip it every time. Oh, okay. No, this is this is useful right now. Everyone's listening. Okay, anyways, good. yes. Uh, anyways, if you want to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah, just also, move on to the whiskey. Who cares? Agwpodcast.com, best website. Blah blah blah. We're doing Old Forester today. <laughs> Absolute mess of an episode. We're <laughs> <laughs> Old Forester, which is the first bottled bourbon TM. It's a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. I got a little, I got a little blurb. <laughs> like you said TM. Yeah, yeah. Like you're legally required to say. Uh, I'm reading everything on the bottle okay, that you. says. Uh, this is the blurb of it. The blurb is on the front. It's on the, there's also one in the back, but I'm not gonna do that. Which one, one is better? They bo- actually, there's a blurb on the front and on the back, and both of them have signatures, but they're different signatures. Interesting. So one is from the founder, and one is from the president. Oh, the founder. Oh, the guy who was there at the beginning. The president's... Right, pre- I'm assuming it's not the founder, because... Well, pre- presidents change. The founders, there's only one founder. Right, it was founded in 1870, so... Yeah, well, he could have written... They had pen and paper. He could have written this down. Oh, I mean, I guess that's true. Right? Anyway, it says, this whiskey is distilled by us only. I mean, that makes, that makes sense for most whiskeys. 
just and like, you know, if you want a McDonald's Big Mac, it'll be made by only right. McDonald's employees. But, so, you know, it's a weird way to start that makes off. Sense. Uh, and we are responsible for its richness and fine quality. Its elegant flavor is solely due to the original finesse developed with care or, f- or fineness. I don't know. Can a whiskey have a fineness? There is nothing better in the market is what it says in the front. And not, not, it's not trademarked. Anyways, let's just drink it. If you're still here. <laughs> I have my sip. All right. Cheers. Cheers. I got to say, man, I guess bourbon's growing on me because I really do like it. It's really good. It's yeah, sweet. Maybe I am a bourbon guy. I don't know. It's sweet. It's got a really nice bourbon-y. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, it's got a classic bourbon-y flavor. It's got a classic bourbon-y flavor. No, it's got that the classic bourbon-y uh, burn at the end, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's rich. It's, it's, a strong, it's, 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 it's a bold flavor, which I like, as, as I've mentioned before. Um, it's got fineness. <laughs> lots of fineness um it's just it, it, and also did i know I, I mean how many times did i ask for a splash in between so like you drink it, a lot of this yeah so um i'm, I'm enjoying this so um this has got um 8.2 Eight. written all over it. oh my god i was gonna say 8.2 as no, well you were? yeah it was like no joke yeah nice um we're, we're done uh, oh, no, we'll, okay. episode's over <laughs> I don't, guys i don't know what's going on we were like um, goodbye but, <laughs> But thank you all for joining us. Uh, you are the reason we're still here after 138 episodes. And thank you all for joining for the um, the February extravaganza, our three year anniversary. Yes, the extravaganza. Um, you guys, you guys showed up. We noticed that um, the audience just built higher and higher for each episode. And so you guys apparently really love the live shuffle. So this probably shuffle probably sucks. It's not live. Yeah, shuffle um, sucks. Sorry, now, and, every, and, and we're all over the place. Now, as well. Every shuffle is just going to seem. Actually, oh, maybe you should have done that. Every shuffle is just going to seem worse in comparison because it's not live. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, thanks for showing up and thanks for uh, everything. And we keep getting great emails from you guys. Um, you know, it's like True, saying thanks and answering questions and stuff. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, oh, I'll say special thanks to um, Ralph. Um, you know who you are. You're really helping us out. And uh, yeah, let's... let's uh, just light this candle. I don't know. What else was it to say? I don't know. I'm just waiting for you to stop. <laughs> how, how, how long are you going to go for? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, everyone. Hey guys, I'm just, I'm appreciate you guys. You do. I, I mean, I do too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Finally joining in. God, I was waiting for you to like, you know. So, no, yeah. Th- thank you, everybody. Of course, like like always, um, we, you know, we do this for for you. I mean, we we also enjoy it ourselves, but yeah. getting, getting the feedback, seeing seeing the emails, the message you send us do mean mean a whole lot to us. I think we're really proud of what has happened because, I mean, I thought we both thought like we, we both dreamed of maybe 30 episodes. We had no idea we'd be here yeah, for three and, years. And now later, we're so. in three years. So that's insane. It's great. So, uh, anyways, thank you guys for joining us. This was the German Shuffle 15 ish. Could be 16. Um, could be 16. Yeah. But, anyways, and this was Old Forester. Old Forester. Stay safe, uh, stay healthy, and of course, stay thirsty. There we go. Just slapped it on a t shirt. <laughs>